You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the shutdown full cast tonight in the squared circle, we have a matchup of two formidable opponents who have decided to join forces. If you can't beat them, then you should join them. Or one might say blend, like a nice Cab Shiraz blend. Or maybe a Morvedra Merlot blend. The Morvedra always the accent there, not an equal partner. Not my situation tonight, no sir. A fruity, intense Shiraz that I am joined by a burly Cabernet. Uh, that would be Jason Kirk, my co-host on this, the Shutdown Fullcast, the only college football podcast that tonight starts with the union of two holy of holies. That would be professional wrestling and viticulture. That is correct. Venology and wrestling. Wine and the perfect sport, the one true sport, at last combined together in the form of WWE Wines. Jason, I'm winded. Tag in, brother. Making his way to the ring right now at the age of about 10,000 or so is wrestling. The act of pretending to defeat an opponent in physical activity. And now... The champion, wine. <laughs> now we need the big wine song. Wine it's wine! Oh, it's wine time! <laughs> so, <laughs> Rasslin' Internet discovered 
on the day of this recording. I'm not certain if it's a brand new thing or not, but it was discovered by Wrestling Internet. Um, WWEWines.com, where you can purchase, quote, Undertaker 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon Limited Edition 30 Barrel Series to honor the Phenom's 30-year career. It's got glow-in-the-dark bottle. <laughs> it's got... <laughs> Uh, I love the 2018 vintage because, like, yeah, we, we just dug this stuff up this morning. It's 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 real seasoned, yeah. But there's an even fresher version, as I gather from the, the wine world. Freshness is what you want to go for. Um, the Ultimate Warrior 2019 Zinfandel. They pulled this stuff out of the earth like 10 months ago. They planted it 10 months ago, and here it is. You can drink it. Ultimate Warrior, who... It, does not strike me as a wine guy. Um, mm, he was big on stuff that came out of bottles. Yeah, based on what we know from the life, I think Four Loco would be far more of uh, the warrior speed. Uh, Undertaker's the other one, of course. I think with him, you're going to want to more go for like embalming fluid that cops like. You know, like like maybe a bottle of, like, embalming fluid that's blue, right? Um, so yeah, you can purchase these things in two bottles, four bottles, six bottles. If you do that, you get $25 savings. They're best value. WWEwines.com is the best value. Uh, the best tab on this page, of course, is one that just says, without any explanation, win this guitar. You want to talk about clickbait. <laughs> How do you not click a link that says win this guitar? Because even if you don't play guitar, if, even if you don't collect guitars, even if you hate guitars, don't you want to take a look at that guitar? Well, yes, you do, because it is an ultimate warrior guitar that you can win by being a wine fan. Also, you have to vote on which WWE legend you would like to see on their next wine in order to win this guitar. Um, so yeah, this this entire Wait, presentation. Wait, can we can we can we stuff that ballot box? Yeah, let's. Ryan, right why aren't you using a wrestling voice? I, I don't right. have a wrestling voice. Our I'm name sorry. shutdown fullcast. Our email address shutdown fullcast at gmail.com. All right, so I can't uh, believe which that wasn't taken. WWE legend would we like to recommend for the next bottle of wine so that we can win the Ultimate Warrior guitar. I think we should send it. <laughs> we should Dusty, send it to the grave of Dusty, Dusty Rhodes Dusty as Rhodes. tribute. Which, um, all right, so so my only wine expertise comes from stocking the wine aisle at Publix when I was like 17. Um, it, That's pretty it's, good, actually. It's, well, yeah, I, I, it was awesome. Punk. I would have like moms coming up to me like, what do you think would pair with this? And I'm like, mm, yes, uh, <clears throat> based on the signs, <laughs> based on the signs on the shelves that tell you what pairs with what, you're going to oh, go with red. a Merlot. And they would say uh. like, oh, very impressive, young man, right? Um, but yeah, <laughs> at, at, at my current age, it's like, I don't know, you got the dark stuff and the light stuff. I'm going to recommend The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the Boy, it'll just, it'll just, it'll just revive, revive the entire evening. Uh, so Dusty Rhodes, which varietal are we going to pair with our Dusty Rhodes? I think, we need, I think we need, we're going to need to go ahead and pair with the premium Zinfandel, 80% Zinfandel, 20% Sangiovese. Premium? Medicine of Cali California. It's a limited edition, just like Dusty Rhodes. It's one of a kind. There's only 30 of them. We're and going to go out to Calabasas. <laughs> We're going to go out to the, the Sierra Nevadas. I was, <laughs> what is I was most, a brawler. What is the I most, was, we need the working man wine. It's the working man oh, wine. It's Jason, a Zinfandel. Bakersfield. We're going to go to Bakersfield. <laughs> We're going to get you some of this wine. What kind of wine is it, Dusty? Premium wine. Zinfandel. <laughs> Dusty, I'll say uh, Dusty Roads, Bakersfield. Um, if it's 2020, it's going to be cheap, and that's what we want. All right. Send. Can I? I want to read one phrase here in Dusty Roads' voice. 
Okay. Uh, yes, actually, please. it's two right now. Is it the so, Terms and Conditions page? No, it's the description <laughs> of the Ultimate Warrior line, which would be as follows. Limited edition, individually numbered, growler-style bottle. Three unique corpse, expertly wax-dipped. <laughs> Same. WWE Wines FAQ. Hi, Dusty Rhodes here with shipping questions <laughs> on WWEWines.com. How are UPS and FedEx handling wine home deliveries during the coronavirus? As of April 16th, 2020, to help promote the safety of both employees and customers, FedEx and UPS signature guidelines are being temporarily adjusted for all WWE wine shipments. So these, uh, this product's brought to you by Wines That Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is wines for dudes that rock. Um, oh no, like, no! I look. They this have. Up. I, I know. So they have rock and oh, roll boy. themed. They have rock and roll themed wines, and they partner oh, it's, with like no. bands. It's more than. It's so much more than that, Jason. They have. I'm gonna just go through the list. Jason, here. you piece of shit. They have. <laughs> this fucking they have asshole didn't reveal. Star Trek wines. They have <laughs> Hall, Hallmark Channel wines. That's they redundant. Have they have wildlife wine, drink wine, save animals, a real thing that they say. They have the TCM Wine Club. They have the NPR Wine Club, which includes, yes. which includes uh, the, the wine All Grapes Considered, but somehow ask me another and not pour me another. Huge fucking miss on their part. Uh, wow. They do have the Grateful Dead. They have Cirque du Soleil wine, which is insane. They have Downton Abbey wine, which I'm sure we're going to go to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> um, they have they have Fifty Shades of Grey wine, which is, is the gray? most direct way you can tell somebody I would like to have mostly vanilla, but slightly not sex with you. Is it vanilla gray? butt stuff wine? Yes, it's not. It's um, I assume, and maybe this is not fair. I assume that all of these are basically the same wine, and they just change the bottle. <laughs> How like, dare I, you, sir? How dare you denigrate right? 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 the dead man, the phenom? It I says like on premium, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe you the, missed that, Ryan. You the trust most, it the, to power your car. Why wouldn't you trust it to power your body? <laughs> the, I like on uh, winesthatrock.com slash about. They have a scrolling partner thing at the bottom. These three are in order. Um, let's see. Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones, Condé Nast. Yep. Stuff for old folks. As they should be. I, I would like to point out also, these have been aged for up to six months. <laughs> the po- what? The po- up to six months? Yeah. The, we've got the, a funny, movie. the funniest one option on here is you can buy the police wine. Like, mm. wait. Like, staying, oh, in, that's, like that's staying in the police. That's yeah. Undertakers, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Mm. I was like, uh, oh, that's probably trendy right now. The other shame is Andre the Giant is right there. Like, the opportunity yeah. is right fucking there. Yeah, just selling he'd drink a it by the fucking keg. <laughs> yeah, just the, the Jeroboam, like the biggest wine bottle yeah. you can get. Right? Oh, this is a, this is a Jerry Boehm. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. man, that's your wrestling name. How big is a is a Jeroboam? Four times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've had a Jeroboam once. I didn't finish it by myself. I could not I, have. That I is why you are still here with us. Yeah. I'm very excited to talk about this once we get to the Book of Kings. Yeah, Jerry Bohm would be an amazing name for a wine-themed wrestling villain where they're not already an actual wrestling villain whose character was a wine snob. Yeah, yeah, he's real. Um, by day, according to winespectator.com, Craig Kieseman is a mild-mannered Midwestern winemaker. 
and proprietor of Windy Wine Company in Osborne, Missouri. I'm a little so, suspicious of, of Missouri wines. So uh, I'm at um, Wikipedia wine bottle sizes. Mm-hmm. A Jeroboam is the smallest biblical wine. Isn't there Good a Lord. <laughs> We're going to take you up to a Salamanzar. That's a, ni- a nine-liter, brother. The Assyrian king, of course. You want to go to see a Nebuchadnezzar? That's 15 liters. Good king Solomon. God. Why is this man on earth, according to King Solomon? 20 liters. And finally, Melchizedek. 30 that one, yeah. liters. 30 fucking liters. That's a party. Kinda That's your Andre the Giant. I can't believe that Fago never took on this like, naming convention. <laughs> yeah, Melchizedek of Fago. <laughs> also, you got a, a Methuselah is six liters. Oh, that I knew old, we had a That Methuselah. old fella okay. was up there turning up. Good God. You're like, you were like, yeah, man, he's Solomon. He was the wisest king. And I'm like, not if he was drinking that. <laughs> he was he was early in the day. He feels yeah. wise. Let me see. <laughs> Melchizedek of wine. Eyes. So look up a Melchizedek of wine and people are standing next to it. Like they're the same size as it. And maybe that's why people Wait, thought he was wise. They were like, we should have a glass of wine and then wow. some sausage. This is this is a huge bottle of wine. Yeah, it's like the size of a Great Dane. Like it comes up past your belt. Man, all all liquid should be measured in pet volume. This is like a third grader worth of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Never this mind. Is awesome. That's better. Good Christ. This looks like honestly, this looks like tiny people big bottle. Mm-hmm. Is what it looks like, right? Like yeah. is it a huge bottle or is it a tiny lady? You also got a uh, Goliath that's only twenty seven liters. Come on, big guy. God Melchizedek of Champagne. Oh boy. Melchizedek, turn the fuck up. Guys, what's that website again so that our listeners can play along? Uh, that is Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Little site it's we found. It's season already. We'll, we'll include <laughs> we got the, you a perfect 40 for 40 right we're here. Gonna, we're going to include the Wikipedia, the link to wikipedia.org will be in the show notes. No, That's what, it, like, mm-hmm. I, would re- I would really appreciate, Holly got me thinking this, if Sorry. one game this season, instead of a Gatorade jug of Gatorade getting poured on, like get one of these huge wine bottles, fill it with Gatorade still, but just like slowly pour out a giant bottle of, of Gatorade wine on a, on a victorious coach. It's blue for it's some Absolutely reason. blue. Yeah. That's, that's how you know it's from the Gatorade region of France. It's, the Undertaker's. <laughs> it's only Gatorade Undertaker. if it's from Gatorade. <laughs> that's, that's Undertaker aid. So here's the best one, I think. Um, Balthazar, one of the three wise men to present gifts at uh, the birth of Jesus. Traditionally, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I gold, think we myrrh, now and know. mad dog. Oh, he, sorry. Yeah, we now know something a little bit better than <laughs> frankincense. It was 12 ounces of that, that champagne. <laughs> Y'all said you wanted a party, didn't you? Joseph Let's celebrate. In ba- Joseph Savior's in the back here. like, yeah, you know, come on, let me get hit of that. Yeah, we're sleeping in a barn. I'm going to need yeah, this Joseph's to fall. Like, Joseph's like... It's just as like it's not my kid. Sure, give me a drink. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's turn up. The big guys got the big guys got it from here. Mary, you gonna pump? Mary, car. you gonna pump and dump, or what are we? What are we doing here? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. By the way, the actual wrestler who who uh, in Midwestern wrestling is a villain is named Niles Plonk, and uh, <laughs> AKA Sorry. the Connoisseur, and he is yeah a wine snob villain. Who, according to Kiesman, the guy or Kiesman, the guy who plays him, who actually works in the wine industry, says, "Yeah, Niles is kind of a cliche name. No offense to anyone named Niles. <laughs> in 
for that type of snobbery, and obviously Plonk is a reference to the wine world. He likes to correct people and tell them that it's Plonké. Mm. 10,000 Nileses remove their hands from their triggers very slowly. <laughs> he does have... On he does have. he said no offense. He has signature moves like grape stomping and the corkscrew elbow. That's pretty good. I kind of love him. Yeah. By the way, WWE Wines doesn't deliver like the Stone Cold Stunner. You're just leaving money on the table because these I can leave. Not a huge fan of The Undertaker and uh, never really liked The Ultimate Warrior that yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah, the like Stone Cold Nebuchadnezzar. That's kind of got a ring. Well, I do like I do like that the Undertaker wine at least is sort of implying like, yeah, you're not going to walk real great tomorrow after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it glows in the dark. So, <laughs> if I got absolutely trashed on that, I would absolutely do the like, oh, I feel so bad, but I'm back, <laughs> back now, from the dead. I don't want to be offensive here, which is why I'm on a football podcast. I. I don't trust the WWE with anything that's supposed to go inside my body. Is that mm. bad? No, that is that is a that is a thoughtful but and correct conclusion. Don't you want humongous biceps? I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of the wanna... stuff they give you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> argument. I am um there is Stone Cold Stone Cold, Cold, there is of course a photo of Stone Cold toasting with a glass of wine in camo cargs. So I've gone ahead and tweeted that if we'll you include get, that in the show notes as well as long as you get a pulley and slowly lower it from the rafters any wine is wwe wine that's sting wine brother call me splash give me a splash of the stinger you listen i'm gonna pass that's on this you call me match you call me when you get that wcw wine oh god that's i'll oh, tell that's, you what that's you definitely know who, grain alcohol <laughs> you know whose vineyard i would trust i would trust kevin nash's vineyard he wants to make a lot of money, and he's legit a smart guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's yeah. more worldly than he lets on. Yeah, Kevin Nash start a start a start a winery. Excellent a in Magic Mike. Is he in Magic Mike? Isn't he? I don't. I've never. I I haven't had the privilege of uh, of viewing it. First as of all, yet. you should. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in the original Magic Mike. As a is he like a like a a manager or something? Oh no. He's dancing. He appears, oh, yes. to be, he appears to be a stripper. I don't know if he's in the original. He is in the sequel. Spectacular. Uh, he plays a character called Tarzan slash Ernest. Okay. That oh no, like he's in dance. both movies. That's he's right. in both. Okay. Yeah. I thought I, I didn't think I was making that up, but you know, you're not. Nailed it. Might have been. It might have yeah. been wish casting. He's a beautiful man. This also uh, props up my theory that John Wick and Magic Mike take place in the same universe. Tampa? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To John Wick and Tampa. Listen, the signs. uh, We don't have time to get into it today, but the signs are all there. Is so if it's Tampa, does that mean like the very weird like uh, ancient religious stuff in the Wickiverse? Is that St. Petersburg? Because, of course, yeah, it sounds sure. like an older town, you know, sort of like, uh, sort of like vaguely Russian. Like, yeah. is is mm-hmm. is the St. Pete? Is that some sort of a portal to the to the OG St. Petersburg? You I must think all travel. the Russians come from Lakeland. You must travel to St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> the bad boy is is a cross bridge, very windy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you John must Wick go showing up at the trap like I have to pay a debt. You must go to discount prosthetic store. They killed 
My manatee. <laughs> this Man, is a Crossdale Mabry. I would go on a bloody warpath for a dead manatee. Yeah, you absolutely should. No question. I guarantee somebody has used it as an experience. their turf. <laughs> what did they get? This is very close to Dan Carlin, which makes it one of your better voices. <laughs> they have a we have acquired a dead mall. Tampa John. <laughs> <laughs> we filled dead mall with assassins. Oh, that would be awesome. Just give me John Wick at the mall. <laughs> John, 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 here, go go past the saving penny. You pass saving penny. Go to dead mall. <laughs> go past pool fucking... supply store. He's got to know the passwords and have the gold coins. And of course, to acquire a gold coin, you got to kill 100 people, and that would be awesome. I am but positive like... that Tampa has its own currency. That's just like a token <laughs> from a strip club viewing window. It's just it's just Hooters gift cards, basically. That's all we use. <laughs> Cross bridge into strange territory called Tampa. Meet me at pirate ship. It's not, <laughs> not the actual pirate ship. I'm here to talk to the pirate. <laughs> and it's Tom Brady. <laughs> Meanwhile, some like Wisconsin transplant is like, oh no, there's Baba Yaga. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's Bobby Yaga. Hey, Bobby. He's a weird guy. Hey. Pretty shy. How many sometimes. princes have you slain oh, today, Baba Yaga? I'm, I'm thinking he's back. Why can't I do voices this week? <laughs> Make that man a sherry old fashioned. <laughs> I'll make him a Brandy Alexander. Eat shit, Herb. <laughs> they killed my badger. <laughs> we got to meet the boss. His name is Barry. Barry Alvarez meeting John Wick. Hey. Barry Alvarez. Oh, God. Shirtless. Barry Alvarez firing John Wick and inserting himself into the assassin's duel. Barry Wick. Yeah, Barry. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Oh, good. Um, there was actual football anyway, this week. That's, that's a good episode, right? We're done. We're, yep, done. No, we're done. No, it's cool. time to talk about college football. It's time to talk okay. about an extremely serious subject. Can which we is, do it in our wrestling voices? I don't know what number to even call that week. Like week. This is, honestly, this is the season that is perfect for your lack of understanding of sequence. Yeah, I was going to say, why are you perplexed that you don't know what week it is? This how is my is hour. This, this how is, is this hour. different from any other year? This every, every time you think, listener, like, I don't know what day it is, I feel unstuck from time, this is how Spencer lives all the time in normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. It's very There true. has to be an episode where you've been off by, like, three whole weeks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was one last last season. Yeah, could be this. Like, could be. Could be this one. No, where he was like no, week no. four, right? And it was nine or something. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Spencer, we're saying whatever week you say it is. That's we're right. Going, we are going yeah. with that. Week theta. Week <laughs> theta. That's correct. That's what ESPN said this morning. Yes. Yeah. Week theta. That's what we're at. Was there anything? I mean, I can think of like one or two things from the the week that was the week that was. The last week where the ACC gets to go, we're the big show. <laughs> You're watching Wake Forest NC State even if you don't want to. Which, by the way, that game was kind of lit. That, that game was, was great. A, a, a great. Yeah. That shit yeah. was wild. I liked it when Georgia State dropped eight on, like, second down in the first quarter for no reason. That was fucking <laughs> rad. 
That was absolutely wonderful. What I now? Only, I only flipped over to the channel because I heard Wes Durham was on the call, and I wanted to just see how our boy was doing. And right as I flipped the channel, they they just threw eight of them back there, and I was like, <laughs> against you know the vaunted Louisiana offense. What's up, Wes? By the way. Hey, Wes. Yeah. Shouts out to Wes Durham, finest look. Seriously, man, like finest radio announcer in all of college football. Um, Spencer, what game did you want to talk about? Um, I wanted to one to touch on the important Miami Louisville thing, which I think you also want to talk about. But yeah, yeah, I had one thing to say because that was a big night game. That was the one that actually was supposed to be the game that tells us things uh, about either one. And uh, Miami, I know everybody's like, "Ooh, man, their skill players look great." Miami bossed people around on the line, and um, I'm not used to that because the one thing Miami has had. Difficulty doing since uh, the glory days of the turn of the millennium is recruiting big people who push other people around. That's just they've always been able to get skilled people, but they've had a hard time dominating line of scrimmage. And against Louisville, they pushed people around pretty well, actually better than they did the week before. Actually, Louisville did not match up with them well one on one at the point of attack. You know, when people say, oh, I don't know, Malik Williams looked kind of rusty and tentative. Guess what it makes you look rusty and tentative? Cars trying to hit you, coming unimpeded through the line. That, that'll that do that a lot of the time. So that was that was the weirdest thing, was not, you know, oh, man, quarterback and the wide receivers looked really great. And the running back, um, you know, just looked really comfortable, you know, getting his yardage. No, the thing that really surprised me was Miami at the point of attack shoving people around. That's new. That's very different. It's been a while. Yeah. I, um, I liked what Richard was talking about uh, on, on Twitter, and in our Discord, and in our newsletter about, like, Miami spotted a flaw that, you know, Louisville was not paying a whole lot of attention to the boundary, which is part of the football field, so it's important, so you should keep an eye on it. But, like, just lighting Louisville up to one side of the field. Um, for me, I enjoyed this game not because it was very explosive um, and, like, lots of stuff was happening. It felt like a bridge to something that made sense um like this was one game where i think the way the teams played made more sense in 2020 than it did in 2019 and things that make more sense in 2020 are precious miami last year we think of them as like oh what a bus what a terrible year they went six and seven that's very bad by miami hurricane standards as we grew up observing them but by sp plus they were a better team would have been favored by the math against teams that had really successful seasons like Kentucky, Cincinnati, Boise State, and Virginia. Um, might not like that, and the bowl game sure didn't bear it out. But on the season as a whole, Miami was better than their 6-7 and seven record. Five losses by one score, one in overtime. That's pretty rare. Louisville last year, we look at that as like, what an awesome first year, and it was. Even if it wasn't necessarily quite as good as 8-5, and five, SP Plus would S ampersand P plus would have that team as a little bit of an underdog to like some five and seven, four and eight teams. Um, they got blown out five times last year, you know, amazing turnaround by Scott Satterfield, you know, all that awesome. Don't want to take away from Louisville, but it felt like a little bit of norm normalcy to see like, ah, the good team is beating the okay team, you know? So that was cool. The, the one game I, I, I had the Miami money line, by the way, of course, I was correct about this one all along. So the Sandman pick of the week uh, that reminds me a little bit of that is Virginia minus six at home against Duke, um, which currently has the number 88 offense out of 90. Duke stinks. 
Duke's offense is. I beg your pardon. They do. They they look they <laughs> no, look they terrible what, against what Boston a College. novel position for Duke football to be in. <laughs> it's just kind of strange that Virginia is only minus six at home against this very bad team. But we'll see if normalcy prevails or if we continue with the twenty twenty ness. Anyway, that was that was the one thing I liked about Miami Louisville. I uh I would also say this that UTEP won two games. They won their second game. If you did not watch it, it was on ESPN three. It was the local broadcast of the UTEP game. And let me tell you Local broadcast of UTEP, absolute joy. Stuttering feed, very enthusiastic announcers, probably on their first gig. Oh, delightful. Like a rich high school, but like an old money rich high school that maybe doesn't have digital cameras yet. A rich high school on the moon. That's what it felt like. Rich moon high school. (laughs) This is already UTEP's best season since 2016. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that lightly. Shut it like, down. Stop, <laughs> stop for the year. Well, we decided that now would be the, the safest time to quit playing football now that we have a winning record. I think we time. proved we could do it. We proved the virus isn't real. But in the interest of safety, we're shutting I mean, it, it down. It might not be to El Paso yet. I mean, that's... <laughs> so it probably would be smart. Ryan, you were the one, weren't you, that posited earlier in the season that conferences were going to be faking positives with a 5-0 and record just to try and, and get their teams uh, a favorable postseason look. Who do you reckon is going to be first to pull that shit? <sighs> wow. I can't really accuse Notre Dame of doing that because I don't think Wake Forest is the team that you would duck necessarily. Um, I Let's just say Ole Miss. I feel like if Ole Miss can get out to any kind of decent start, They'll just shut it down and be like, yep, that's, oh, sorry. You got a bad, <coughs> yeah, you hear that? Bad COVID. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Consumption. As I, I lay a, dying over here. I have a natural God, transition. Lane Kiffin would go out like Daisy Miller. <laughs> I think if if you it would like to slander these um, medical facts, <laughs> send it to compliance mm-hmm. at liberty.edu. If not, please do not slander these young men or insult their family. Mm. Yeah, that's our complaint line. The Twitter line would be at 38Godfrey. You can just reply to him Please there. Please address him as Coach Freeze. Here is... Ho- Hoach. <laughs> you can also go to uh, Hugh Freeze on Twitter where he is on Cameo. God. And where he mm-hmm. also name searches. Yeah, so just... just He'll find you. Throw it out Enjoy there. Enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> if, you D- if you DM Hugh Freeze, he will DM you back. He will. Here Guarantee is the- you. Here's Ladies, the... let me know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, he might. Here... Uh, yeah, Bless you. Sorry. Here's the weird world we live in, and this is this is honestly a thing I cannot square. Florida State is playing Miami next, and they will not be with Mike Norvell, their new head coach, because he has tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does not know. He he cannot he cannot determine from whence this COVID came. Uh-huh. Uh, a dastardly Miami fan must have emailed it to him, and he trustingly opened that email attachment. Mm-hmm. Did not know you could catch COVID of the dick. You got to have, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's one thing that's happening. But that, at least as of now, that is the only, he is the only member of Florida State staff, nobody on Florida State's roster, as far as I know, who will be missing the Miami game. 
are you saying that you think it's possible the head coach potentially came into contact with the like 150 people he's around every day in theory in theory there's no way to tell for sure and like to be fair mike norvell has a record of dealing with his team just through his phone so maybe maybe like that was to set up you know the the establishment of this but so he's 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 like texting the players um like things that are like eh you know, as sort of to set the tone of like, you don't really want to hang out with me. So yes, to keep. Oh right, safe. that whole cringe police brutality thing was him just testing out his ring light. It was yeah. just him making sure you don't want to go near him at all. Correct. Mm. Ever. So at the same time, Notre Dame is postponing its game against Wake Forest because I think they had something like seven or nine positive cases on the team. I thought and it was I- because Dave Clawson needs time to implement his system. <laughs> And I like, I I don't really understand how, on the one hand, Notre Dame can't, and I'm not saying Notre Dame is making the wrong decision, by the way, but how do we live in a world where two teams that play in the same conference and in theory are subject to the same sort of standards and regulations and whatever, one of them, their coach has ha- tested positive. They're just like, well, just going to like. Keep him over here. Leave him home. <laughs> proceed as ne- as as normal. With it, baby. And the other one is like we can't play Wake Forest. There's too much. It's, no, it, it, the risk is too high. Is it because <clears throat> is it because Notre Dame just showed up and they don't know which rules you can break? Whereas FSU is like, Nah, man, it's the ACC. <laughs> <thing> <laughs> yeah. That's here. true. Yeah. Let me tell you how things really Notre work Dame's here like, in this show town. Show me in the rule book where it says you can't run a dog fighting ring in the boys' room at this high school. <laughs> Yeah, and FSU is like, it stands for Anarchy Crazy Conference. <laughs> yeah. I'm the new guy here, and, and you know they're basically like, yeah, I've been at Hogwarts a long time. There's a crazy demon dog in the basement. Don't listen about the rules. You can do no, anything. No, FSU is more ACC. like if Offspring, the band, like started and then abandoned a university. The room of requirement <laughs> has weed. It's awesome. <laughs> we don't. Is, is it the kid who can't follow rules? They're like, oh, that's Florida State. Don't. Yeah, Pick up your garbage. What about him? He doesn't <laughs> understand these things. Don't even try. <laughs> don't he's he's past this. FSU is pig pen. Yeah, like why are you why aren't you making him do his homework? <laughs> he doesn't need to do homework. <laughs> it's just super I don't know. Like I we don't have to harp on this. It's just super weird that in the span of a week, Ed Orgeron basically accidentally said, like, yeah, I think all our players have had this. And Florida State's head coach is like, yeah, I have it, and I'm not. And there's no, there's no end then. There's no follow-up. There's no sort of inquiry. There's no additional information. It's just like, ah, everything's fine. Let them, let them play. They, the kids want to play. If yeah. you play, if you play with Florida State, you're playing with everybody that Florida State. Has played with. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's like if you take that mm-hmm. wad of chewing gum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you take a bite of that chewing gum and you pass it to your neighbor and they take a bite of that chewing gum yeah, get that by the time it gets around the room around the circle that we're sitting in by oh. the time it makes it back to you everybody's chewed that chewing gum yeah now, now come get state. some sacramental wwe wine 
Yeah. <laughs> and the person who chooses wash it all out. The person who chooses. Can we do communion with the Undertaker wine? In theory, yes. yes. In theory, yes. Like so, the body of the dead man becomes the body of Christ. Yeah. He died for our sins and then I mean, rose again. Undertaker wine. Yeah. Is, that's the most. That's the most resurrection shit I've ever heard. That's right. And and some would say Jesus is the ultimate warrior as well. Jesus mm-hmm. had an awkward mm-hmm. Kid Rocky motorcycle phase. Jesus Just loves the biscuit. Jesus loves Fred Durst more than anyone yeah. else in the world. Jesus because he's from Jacksonville. Because he's also from Jacksonville. Also yeah. yeah. Do we have a- anything else? Man, what if you got to heaven and you found out like Jesus is a huge Jags fan and he's trying his best? I think this is the original pitch for the good place that got shot down. <laughs> like what could be more harrowing? One of the uh, temptations of Christ, of course, is Satan comes to Jesus, who's meditating in the wilderness, and he says, look here, you can have it all. We can give you Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. You know, we can, we can make Andy Reid your head coach. We can give you all of the Patriots titles. All you have to do is renounce Taco Bell. And he wouldn't <laughs> do it. He remained true to Jacksonville. Wait. So where does the Mexican pizza fit in here? That's that's the manna for the Israelites. That's the body of okay. Christ. The yes, yeah. the, Thank you, Ryan. Th- there was Mexican pizza all over, and they could only eat it. Um, Mexican I think in this, pizzas it was, were shed for us. It's true. Uh, it's unleavened pizza, is it not? Yeah, oh it shit, Ryan! Be sure you take enough. You can microwave it in the morning for breakfast. <laughs> also, it got meat and dairy right there for that touch of Jerusalem. Also, don't eat it. Don't eat it on Sundays because you're going to be throwing up sick from eating 20, uh, 18 straight meals of Mexican pizza. You're just going to be throwing up all all Saturday. Excuse me, Saturday. But then when the Jags are playing, it's back to Mexican pizza time. Yeah, absolutely. As our as our grandfathers and their grandfathers did. <laughs> yes. That would, by the way, this by the way fits the pattern of Jacksonville Jaguars fandom, which is I threw up and then I went back for more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I the whole trying. time saying, "Why God? Why am why? I doing this?" It made me sick and it wasn't that good. Nom nom nom. It's full of worms. God, why? This feels like a really inopportune moment, but I couldn't get a word in earlier to tell y'all that they're discontinuing the Mexican pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. But not the Jags. Nothing internal <laughs> on this. Well, <laughs> we'll see. One thing might lead to an, once the, once we cut off their source of funding. You know, it might, <laughs> we've defunded the Jags. We're by, starving. Oh. We're starving them out. <laughs> Just Doug Marone coming out and being like, "Yeah, listen, sorry about the Mexican pizza, guys, but uh, yeah, it's that." Does Doug yeah. Marone have a wine line? Let me look real quick. Doug Marone wines. Doug wine. Uh, no. Does um, Belichick wine? Belichick, I would respect Belichick he if really he said, might. "This is my wine, and it's nine dollars a bottle." There no. is. More. There is a Bob Belichick. Uh, no. Steve Belichick wines. That's what I. Steve Belichick wines with the mullet. (laughs) That'd be wine coolers. Pour yourself a mug of wine. (laughs) When you when you got to absolutely trash this private school mixer. (laughs) I think I think it's time for uh, I think it's time to do a little business. Podcast business. We're gonna start a winery. Podcast business. What's that business? Podcast business, it's a business, wine tap business, age for just six weeks. <laughs> so fresh. I did, by the way, one time, I was, oh God, 
this, all right, this whole sentence is going to sound wrong, but I actually did it, and it, yeah, I'm going to say it. One time when I was in Nepal, uh, I went to a distillery that made brandy, and we said, oh, well, let's buy a bottle of brandy from the distillery in Nepal. It'll be fun. And the lady said, cool, I'll make some and come back in three hours. <laughs> what did you What did you do? Uh, we we came back in three hours and bought a bottle bought a bottle of some hooch that when we opened it smelled like peach cleaner, <laughs> fucking freshly squeezed. <laughs> it smelled like fabuloso. <laughs> That's not a deterrent. How was it? It wasn't. No, it actually smelled pretty good, but also kind of poisonous. Yeah. That's most booze, to be fair. It was alcohol. That's what I'll say. Review. One star. It was alcohol. So what do we got on what do we got on the podcast business? Oh hey y'all. Got us a TV show. Uh no, got you a TV show. Richard got him a TV show. Yeah, let's be let's be fair. That is correct. Absolutely. Spencer got- is going on Richard's TV show. Congrats yes. to Richard. First, first and last, congrats to Richard. Yes, congrats to Richard on all of his success. Um, our our beautiful son has uh, graduated to the big leagues. <laughs> Got himself a TV show on the ESPN. It's 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 wonderful. It's beautiful. It's going to be on Monday, I believe, seven o'clock, if I have the time right. When do you think you'll be sure about what time your TV show is on? Uh, it's seven o'clock. Seven okay. o'clock, Mondays. <sighs> ESPN, we're gonna do it. It's gonna be good. It's um, I, I managed to ride Richard's coattails onto this, which uh, I'm sequined coattails. I'm gonna try to see if I can get him to wear that on air. No, I am cutting the sleeves off that to make Richard's vested interest vest. Remember, we have oh, plans yeah. for it. It, so we can't can we, can we do can we duel it the like, good news is it wasn't that expensive on amazon as the person who bought it for him yeah it so was like 27 dollars yeah. yeah what if the sleeves then go to spencer oh to what if the sleeves go to spencer a... as leg warmers hmm okay i could do that i was saying maybe they could like be turned into a hat or something yeah 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 but monday yeah, nights that. monday nights on the on uh sec network which is, uh, I think, ESPN's best network. I'm a little biased, but I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Have uh, they heard anything you've ever said about the SEC? No, yeah. clearly not. Yeah, no. Okay. I believe all of them have heard everything that I have said about that the SEC. Right. That can't. That's no. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm. I know, I know. But somehow, it still happened, thanks to superb chemistry. With Richard coaching me up, and with uh, co-host Alyssa Lang and Brandon Boykin, Brandon Boykin, official DGD, Brandon Boykin. He was one of my favorite dogs of that era. Superb, absolutely, absolutely superb player. Delightful. I will always consider him a Philadelphia Eagle first and foremost. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Just that's reflex. I know. Just have Not to do it. You say rival. Not that there's a danger of this, especially in the COVID area, but I cannot ever meet Brandon in person because my little godson 
really liked the sound of his name and used to squeak it boinkin whenever uh he came out to like run or something and i'm afraid that i would just see him and make what sound like animal crossing noises what if what if he does it too like a pokemon that would be terrific can I, I really this? hope for his sake that he's not listening to this. It's a bad show. Brandon Boykin has a journalism degree, and I do not. <laughs> from, well, from that's the why great... he got to go straight to television, and you had to toil in the pixel mines for so yeah, long. <clears throat> Richard has one, and you don't either. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm outnumbered. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be at 7 p.m. on Monday, September 28th. Watch it. DVR it. Take really unflattering screen caps of me. I really Spencer got you to. a haircut. What are you most worried you're going to accidentally do on this show? Nothing. I'm not worried at all. Wow. Not one bit. <laughs> I am. I am supremely confident. The only thing I worry That's about definitely never where you go wrong. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just nice to hear that a white man's confident. <laughs> it's about time, isn't it? It is. I, I, I think Finally, it's Finally, yes. A college it's... football television show. <laughs> With a confident white man who might not know what he's talking about. It's, I think representation is important. <laughs> and we need to just dive right in. We it's do this for you, long. Danny Cannell. <laughs> You know this is what happened, right? They saw you with a beard, and they were like, diversity. <laughs> I think they were like, well, we we promised Wright Thompson we'd get him some Saddam Hussein-style doubles, so. <laughs> God damn it. That's the meanest thing anybody's ever said about him. If I go if I go on there and they put my name as Wright Thompson under there, you'll uh, be no, shocked at how right blight, you are. You're Blight can, Thompson. No, no. Blight. They will always... <laughs> Wrong Thompson. Wrong Thompson. <laughs> the first person to tweet Moon Crew LLC account with a shop of Spencer from this show that says Wright Thompson on the bottom <laughs> will find something, some sort of, maybe Stickers? we just send you Can a get him a free return. Uh, yeah, buy him a free month of the Discord or something. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll yeah. get you something. I just, I just want that screenshot. Okay. And be elaborate as you want because Wright's on Twitter and you will face no repercussions for this. Yeah, no, Wright's not on Twitter. Made his ass quit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's off he's off all social media. Which is definitely a wise thing to do if you're a journalist in new media in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> you can only get VHS tapes of me. It's not the worst, frankly. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's like mm. it's No, wait a second. We're always gonna be able to tell you apart from right on television because you were raised by a mother who taught you not to wear a fucking hat indoors. So I don't wear a hat indoors. This, <laughs> yeah. this meme, all right? This meme, new qualification, Spencer must mm -hmm. be wearing a Photoshop fedora. A tiny hat. A, a little yeah. bitty, a little the, bitty, the straw, little the fedora bitty, has to be made of straw. Yeah. Little bitty pork pie hat. Are you gonna? Are you, if you have if you have the pork it's pie hat, the pork pie hat because that's where you keep your lunch. Mm -hmm. If, if you, you get a little little propeller hat on Spencer, bonus oh points. God. Actually, bonus here's points. the contest. Here's no. the contest. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Give me an actual picture of right, but just put a propeller on his hat. All right, I have yep. I have altered the deal. Pray I don't alter. So the new contest is Moon Crew LLC must be tagged funniest hat on Spencer wins. <laughs> Tune in, yep. SEC Network, Monday at 7. Did he even say this the name actually... of the show? Hold on, did he even say the name of his show? Thinking out loud. I Thinking asked him out loud. This sounds like an intelligent program. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thinking out loud. Wait a second. Is this about that Sam Smith song? Yes. It is. Ed Sheeran, but yes. 
We found love right where we are, South Carolina football. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't wait to be the voice of reason saying things like like Mizzou. Why do we have to talk about you? You're not. Spencer, this SEC. is the SEC show. Yeah, why would I do that? It's not yeah, a you're not game. on the Big Eight Network. <laughs> the Big Eight Network would be amazing. Corn futures. I'm excited for the SEC poisoning to still get to Spencer and for him to just be like, you know, I thought Mississippi State showed a lot oh, in that 21 point loss. I thought like that was probably the best 21 point loss I've seen from any college football team. It's about and I'd put it over quality, some Big Ten wins. Quality losses. That's right. Kentucky's got seven of them. Game control. Oh, my God. We're going to find out what game control means. Yeah, Spencer. He can't tell us. He can't tell us. How is no, this no, no, any no, no. different? Spencer How is this any different what than what we already do? Is. Spencer, you go on TV and you say, I think game control is, and you just spit out an algorithm, you know, spit out an algebra or whatever. Yeah. That's canon. Spit out an algebra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A plus B equals squared. Boom. Wow. <laughs> and the playoff committee has to respect it. Yeah, they do. They're you like, can eat oh, a lot fuck. of things that aren't food. Spencer Hall, ESPN. <laughs> Gary Barta's like, that's true. <laughs> Frank Beamer evaluating Northwestern versus um, TCU for the 25th spot. Well, I thought when Spencer Hall said. Uh, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like love texting Frank being like, let's go to the hills together. <laughs> Frank. Well, my my Make pal Spencer the other day. Me, Frank. Yeah, just Frank, Frank and I over a smoldering campfire in thirty degree weather up in I Fancy Gap in the winter. I believe I was not the first one to sexually objectify Frank. Being I brought on the show. Frank, I brought six bottles of Undertaker Cab Sav. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see where this night takes us? <laughs> It's time to time to resurrect something. Let me be your Paul Bearer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that the ultimate warrior was special teams. <laughs> oh, God damn you. He would love that. All right. You got any other podcast business, please? Sorry, oh. Amanda. Do we? Uh, so the the discord that we that I and uh, a few of us have, that we've talked about for, you know, weeks now. At the beginning, it sounded a little bit hesitant. Like, ah, we're going to try this thing. And I don't know. I don't know. But at this point. I fucking love this thing. All right, the the patreon.com slash mooncrew. Um, the Discord that we have built, this this big, wholesome, weird community. Uh, we have a whole bunch of, if you took a look early in the process, we appreciate your support, thank you very much. Um, and you thought it was a little, you know, uh, there, there, every room has so many things going on. Well, we have moved some furniture around, updated a little bit, and uh, well, still every room has a bunch of things going on. But we have, at this point, enough rooms where there are enough conversations going on around the clock that anybody can find something to jump into. Um, I really just close Twitter for like, you know, eight hours at a time and just have this open. It's so much better. Um, can I give you a real-time exchange that's going on while we tape? <clears throat> yeah, let's 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 look in live. All right, I'm not going to use any names here. Uh, is this about th Spencer and sexy ghost feet again? No, this sexy is this is from feet. this is from Cannibals tonight. Uh, just two ex two two person exchange, real quick here. Uh, the island slushies that Sonic has in the summer are great, spiked with Malibu plain white rum or Blanco tequila. A couple lines down, different person again, and anonymity important here. I'm going to attempt to make a homemade Dorita for the game on Saturday since Red Lobster is ho holding it hostage and making people dine in to get it. Are we going to democratize the Dorita? Yes. I love this. Red Lobster is referring it to it as the Dugarita, which I think weirdly sounds disgusting while Dorita does not. 
it makes it sound like it's made out of dugong to go back to the dead manatee mm-hmm. thing. Might be. Might or be. it sounds like a type of pant. Yeah. I really think they're going to come out and go, hey, listen, we've just been serving like like seafood flavored hot dogs for 40 years. We said red lobster. We said we didn't say it was a red lobster. It could be a red lobster like substance, which would be this hot dog that I have injected with seafood flavoring and put plastic claws on. Is this Spencer. your business proposal for Fred Lobster? Yes. Spencer, I've just asked the full cast room in our Discord for any questions. Um, just one for you. Is the Sad Husky a good anime dog? Absolutely. 100%. Soul, humor, like a good, simple presentation. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan loves him. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Ryan loves him. Just like hey. Ryan loves all anime. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Some stuff doesn't go on the show, guys. <laughs> Just guys. You, you weeping uncontrollably watching Evangelion. <laughs> this is uh, the meme of Michael B. Jordan confessing to liking anime, but crossing it out and replacing it with women. Like, we, we see what's under the X there, pal. Like, we, we see you just... <laughs> but at this point, you know, he's, he's very open about it. But it is a funny meme. Um, so if you want to put Sad Husky on that Michael B. Jordan meme. Sad Husky could no prizes be for that one, but it no Sad Husky could definitely be a character on Polar Bear Cafe. So yeah, anime dog. Uh, one plug. Uh, it's, it's not a SEC Network TV show, but a project of mine that is still underway. If you like the discussion of very drunk biblical kings, well, Vacation Bible School podcast. We have launched a Patreon of our own. We're doing, doing a little bit of you know, stuff here and there. Uh, Patreon.com slash VBS podcast. It's my wife, Emily, and I. You might remember Emily from that time. She burned down an apartment building while trying to reheat a Big Mac. Uh, <laughs> she that the you is truly back. <laughs> have you She's met my Big wife? Eight country, brother. <laughs> I have a fact, I have a fact her, about her. Hey, have we tried letting her coach Kansas? <laughs> it's worth a shot. Mm. Yeah, she'd probably just tell him to quit. So that's yeah. good that's, advice. That's probably the best idea. But yeah, it it is also part of our Discord. Um, I like if if I could only pick one web page to make my social network, it would probably be the VBS room in the Discord. Where um, earlier today we were debating whether Zeus or Odin is superior. It is unquestionably Odin. Zeus yeah, sucks. Absolutely, um, J- Jason and I. You and I have the same religion, right? Yeah, we, I was. Actually, we worship was, the old Norse gods. Well, I I found an <laughs> article today. Way. Yeah, I found an article today about Norse believers who are like working to reclaim the you know the faith of their people from the neo Nazis. Which, mm-hmm. boy, that's that's hard work. Good luck. That's a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I buddy, hope you. George, it, listen, if George Clooney's success with the Monuments Men is any indication, it's an uphill climb. Yeah, I I hope you I hope you pull it off. But yeah, so yeah, uh, Discord. Cool. Hop in if you can't like so like I, I want I wanted to I want to talk about like behind the business real quick. Like we want, you know, ideally as much of this stuff to say accessible to anyone as we possibly can. Like, you know, if we can avoid paywalls and all that forever, awesome. Like that would be the ideal. At the same time, you know, we do want stuff for people who might want to throw in a couple bucks. You know, so we'd we'd like a nice mix of those things. And so Please far, that the full cast continues to be free to you. It does because you know we still want to talk to y'all. We know that there are people in tough circumstances, uh, including half the hosts of this show, and it's pandemic. So there is an emotional tr- cost to the full cast, though. Yeah, that's true. But uh, well, all I'm saying is we're we're and I say we. I'm not in Moon Crew, but we're trying to keep this 
uh, as accessible to as many people as possible. So if you're able, throw in some ducats already. Yeah. I will tell you, by the way, Discord. And if you're not, it's all good. If you're not, we love you. Stay in here. Yeah. Hang out. I will tell you, Discord, $3 is a fair price. At mm-hmm. least $3 worth of entertainment. Yeah. Why, you, listen, you could argue with uh, Charlie Kirk 69420 on Twitter all day, or you could hop in our skincare and self-care room and talk to me and Michael Felder and Nicole Auerbach about serums. Yeah, also, I'm name-dropping. We have a politics room. It is called Politics Quarantine. You can mute it if you want. Although, all day long, it is like... So I have some exciting leftist literature, and like we'd like to help each other vote. Like it, Even the politics room is you know, readable without any screaming or fighting or yelling. For, cheaper than a hot and ready. Last night, we were talking that. about NASCAR. In the politics room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, 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 that was in several rooms. Yeah, so anyway, if y'all can get in here, we'd love to have you. Yeah, I will also say that uh, you can get my entire guide to beard care. Everything I know about beard care, which is like 300 words, right there in the skincare room. Very supportive room, by the way. Oh, yeah, I also um, I also pinned, or one of the mods helpfully pinned, the collected volume of all of our skincare advice from last year's Reddit chat. That a bunch of you liked. Uh, so if you were looking for that, it is now a pinned message in the skincare channel on the Moon Crew Discord. Go check it out. <laughs> also, I just noticed Spencer has actually been typing answers yeah. to the questions. Yeah, I noticed. Spencer, that's not how this is supposed to <laughs> yeah. work. Brief ones. <laughs> no, nope. no, divided attention span. No, it's all right. We got one on air. One on air. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh wait, I will do this. <clears throat> Cookie puss. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank if you. you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, does that conclude? That does not conclude business. No. Uh, so we, we wanted this show to be SEC themed for a reason. Um, the SEC is coming back to play football. Spencer has a new SEC Network show. Um, you know, uh, we opened it talking about wrestling. Of course, the SEC's best sport. But unfortunately, the home field ad read this time it's going to feel a little bit awkward and a little bit forced because, unfortunately, the team that we have to talk about is Missouri, which is, of course, a Big A conference team. However, there are other shirts available at homefieldapparel.com. All of them are awesome, even the Missouri ones if you like Big Eight football. You should go there and take a look at all of them. Have any of us? I don't think you should feel bad. We had this incredible luck being able to launch uh, in coordination with the pit drop. It's not always going to work like that every time. So, yeah. just, you know, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> the, stars, <laughs> the stars won't always align. Sometime you have to talk about the Missouri our Spencer, if you explain the joke, I swear to Christ. Our priorities are so messed up because we're like, well, I don't know. Not everybody can be as big as UConn or Pitt. <laughs> the so numbers fucking... back it up. The sales numbers back it hey, up. Hey, man, slippery, <laughs> slippery rock did numbers, didn't slippery. it? <laughs> we can't. We can't all be slippery rock, I guess. Yeah, keep it, yeah, enjoy your jokes, man. We got data. Just have to go to a perfectly fine Big Eight school like Mizzou, with an outstanding <laughs> journalism program. Just ask Listen, them; it they'll tell you. Right, Thompson, but don't let that stop you. That's right. Never forget. He didn't actually go to Ole Miss. The uh, Mizzou has produced a number of people that we love and care about, including um, Blake John Gabbert, Hamm. John Ham. Yeah. John Hamm? Brad Pitt? No, wait, that was Iowa. I, you know what? I'm just going to say Brad Pitt went to Mizzou. There you yes. go. We'll give him. We'll give wow. we'll give Mizzou Close Brad enough. Pitt. Close Yikes, enough. dude. Bill Connolly? 
Bill Connolly, speaking would, of the sexiest man on the planet. I would not know anything about football this season if not for Bill Connolly. Yeah. So, someone someone has to actually do the work. The by rest this of season, us just I mean every Bill. season? Yeah. Bill Connolly went to Mizzou? It, it, it's going to be great. You're going to black and gold? That's a lovely color combination. That is the that is the like most entry level praise for a school. That like you use the color black on your shirt, and that's a cool color. They're tigers. Tigers. Good job picking. Their a... end zone is Argyle, which is no, that's Big Ten. Sorry, ACC at most. <laughs> they got sweaters on their end zones. Yeah. <laughs> they get cold. Ooh, they get cold out there by those stones. <laughs> It might be kind of cold this season, man. Mm. Untrafficked, alone, devoid of body heat. It's a porn-heavy town. They'll be fine. <laughs> oh, oh! How many times are we going to bring up during the run of this show the VHS porn stats for Missouri? <laughs> VHS porn stats. Homefieldapparel.com. Oh shit! Offer Sorry, code, Connor. Offer Again. code full cast if you have not yet placed an order, which. What the fuck is wrong with you if you haven't done that yet? But the time to rectify that is immediately because you can acquire some Missouri Tigers merchandise. I want you to think about it this way: whole paycheck, whole paycheck. You know what you're gonna, you know what you're gonna bust a whole paycheck on? Delicious, comfortable shirts from Homefield. Yeah, I said delicious. You know why? If you lick them, they taste great. Mm-hmm. They're warm on your skin, but not sweaty. They fit beautifully. They have gorgeous logos from schools. Yeah, like Slippery Rock. Yeah, like Auburn. The Colorado really. State drop was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Colorado State, deeply, deeply. I love those colors. That is a yeah. sassy ram. There's yeah. a big, chesty ram. Sassiest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Big ch- <laughs> like how ram that's a ram was. that's getting its life back in order. Like It's seen some things, but it's got a job. It's going to meetings. I've got the kids three days a week. <laughs> <laughs> I returned them clean. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, Tom, Tom go, Berenger ram. went to Mizzou? Wow. Tom Berenger? Come on. Tom Berenger went to Mizzou. Tom Berenger, love yourself a little bit more than that. <laughs> Tom Berenger is fine. Robert Loja went to Mizzou. What? Okay, now I'm on board. Robert Loja. Yeah. Uh, this this says Brad Pitt did go to uh, remains one credit short of graduating from oh, yeah. the J school. I I assume that is that, SEC. Okay. I yeah, assume there that there is. All right, a, I'm out. There's a Wikipedia editor who listens to this podcast in real time and edited the page after we said it. Yeah, I snuck it to the Discord. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brad Pitt, you can find him because he was the guy eating in class. <laughs> uh, does that now conclude podcast business? I believe so. I think we have gone through all of the multiple businesses that we have. And now, an hour into the show, it's time for the thing the show is titled about. Time to begin. <laughs> WWEWines.com <laughs> I, um, I know, are we going to Teletubbies it? Just do the no, whole thing. No, we have we said the other day that we all kind of take turns being the Spencer inadvertently? I just yeah. about asked you guys if we were going to do the Homefield read. <laughs> Homefieldapparel.com. I'm very tired. I've taught you all well. <laughs> uh, no, it, you're contagious. This is a do, problem. We do have two. Speaking of Big 12 teams like Mizzou, we do have two Big 12 notes. The first is this. It is my favorite story. I think it is a sign that 
Oklahoma's probably going to struggle a little bit more with the 2020 season than we might think. You say, well, Lincoln Riley's done a pretty good job so far. They've been pretty transparent. Two things don't point to that. One, that Lincoln Riley has uh, sort of pulled back on providing transparent COVID numbers because of what he claims as a competitive advantage. This is something, by the way, that Mizzou's coach, Eli Drinkwood, says not because he says it's a public health issue and not a competitive advantage because uh, Eli Drinkwitz makes sense. There, that's you want me to say something nice about Mizzou? Eli Drinkwitz said something that makes a you whole hell of a lot of sense. You want to say something nice about Eli Drinkwitz? Just did. Now, what a weird um, time for all of us. That's like a bare minimum. Right? Like mm. if somebody recognizing a public health issue is not a competitive advantage. Still more and, than I would have expected out of him. Way to go, Eli, or whoever twisted your arm behind your back. Well done. Uh, the other thing is a less specific and more of an omen. Uh, but I think it's an important one that uh, Dateline September 20th, 2020, uh, the headline is Oklahoma woman tells cops, I have to poop so bad before high speed chase. Notice, not after, before. So it was tense up in that car. Uh, body cam footage showed Emily Sid Owings, 28, pulled uh, over around 9 a.m. because she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I guess because she didn't want any additional pressure on her already distressed abdomen and didn't have any insurance or ID on her except for a medical marijuana card. <laughs> That's always a good sign when you get pulled over by the cops and you go, I don't have my license, but I got my weed card. Here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was pulled over and then told the officer this. Uh, I have to see if you have warrants. She replied, but I have to poop so bad. And then replied after the officer refused to let her go, it's my birthday, it's my fucking birthday. And then police discovered that there was a warrant out for her arrest for allegedly fighting an officer. Wait, she, didn't she, let fought, her poop. she fought an officer the first time and got away? I I guess. Damn, and then, she uh, good. She's strong. <laughs> I didn't know Selena Kyle went to OU. <laughs> These are the Grand Theft the Auto Norman. That was for Godfrey. Who doesn't the degree of the heist planning here, by the way, was this. You have warrants in Woods County and they are coming to get you, the officer said. Her response was, no, they are not. Fuck you guys. And she put the key in the ignition and sped off. Wow. A pursuit lasted several blocks with speeds topping 70 miles an hour. I will say this. If your pursuit is only several blocks with 70 miles per hour, you didn't really have to poop. I'm just going to say. What? You might want to run, run that out a little bit longer. did what? poop and then she... Wait, um, you think you think the poop thing that's was the real? How is that the conclusion you drew? Because you'd just, be, you'd be how, urgent. You would be the worst police officer. Oh, God. oh that's, not, that's not an argument here either. <laughs> Hey, guys, I don't think she really had to poop that bad. Mm -mm. Uh, uh, uh. So <clears throat> the story's not done. How is and that, by the way, like, this is like listening to that story and going, I don't know, guys, I don't think it was her birthday. Like, <laughs> how is that the data point that you pulled out of? Although, I, although she didn't have her license, so I can't prove it. I could have gotten I, I, I I'm, I'm going to get to the code here on her weed card. She was born on April 20. <laughs> Something's not adding up. Owings would not let the subject drop as she was cuffed and taken to a squad car. Can I poop in your car, man? <laughs> Owings asked. The officer said, you could have already been on your way to jail. 
Yeah, but not pooping. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer, is this woman related to you? No, because I just would have pooped in the car. (laughs) Well, did she poop? This is not part of the story. I do not know. (laughs) What editor let this run without following up on that? What horrendous journalism. Like, come on, man. (laughs) Missouri would never. Missouri would This is why Mizzou left Oklahoma's conference. Yeah. Shoddy poop crime journalism. Slipshod slipshod journalism. Shit shod journalism. The the other one, the other uh, Big 12 note uh, comes from Baylor in coordination with Shadow Big 12 member. I appreciate uh, that you're going to make Holly follow this. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's not. He's just reading over what I'm supposed to be talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trans. I, I'm transitioning here, giving you a segue. Uh, Baylor and Houston, Baylor and Houston have some beef, Holly. It's like we want ice cream, and Spencer brings so himself smooth. a bowl of ice cream, and me an empty bowl that he's eaten all the ice cream out of, and he is like, "I'm your hype man." I would do that. I know. I really would. And then he would tell you, "But I really have to poop." Serious, good news. Uh, None of your ice cream was poisoned. Just had to check. (laughs) I have said this exact thing, actually. You personally ate two two pound sacks of jelly beans out of our office this week. Not this week. It took two weeks. No, (laughs) it was this week. That's a pound of jelly beans a week. By the way, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I want my jelly beans. That's a Goliath of jelly beans. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Melchizedek. Motherfucking gummy Melchizedek. <gasps> you better have to poop with all that gelatin in your system. Jesus Christ. You might never Ram. poop again. You might poop shapes. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> I gotta go. He's like Officer, a pl- I'm part like, gummy bear. He's like a Play-Doh machine now. <laughs> it's two pounds of jelly beans in this but, piece. But... But doctor, I am gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "But doctor." Baylor athletic director poop. Mac Rhodes on Tuesday took exception to the tone of recent comments made by Houston coach Dana Holgerson in the aftermath of the two teams' postponed game, which to be played on September 19th is the start of Sam Con Jr.'s. ESPN story on uh, Baylor and Houston. I am bringing this story to your attention because there's a good not a cuss in it but there's a great dad speech moment in it uh baylor athletic director mac rhodes does refer to dana's comments after the cancellation of the game as chirping ah and this just makes me think about cartoon bluebirds braiding dana's hair in the morning only of course it's kind of a reverse cinderella situation like he has blue jays nesting in his hair in order to mess it up and get it to look like that <laughs> cinder fella so to speak covered in soot yeah if dana was a bird i think i'd make him a raven like kind of a mangy rough looking raven smart not real Can you, you know prove he's not a bird no like a rook i know i really can't yeah he'd be like a rook he'd be like one of those ravens that holds grudges and can use tools and you know, steal things from kids. Yeah, I play cards. <laughs> yeah, like a raven who's like, you owe me fifty bucks. <laughs> I need the money. <laughs> Rents due. <laughs> I'm free. 
Huh. All right. Should we do the SEC preview it's now? It's time for the it's 2020 time. SEC football preview. Okay. Who's going first, the West or the East? Well, what? the uh, East tends to be done before the West as wow. far as um, football games that wow. conclude as Thank the God. season goes along. The, the East is usually done right around mm. New Year's Day. It's hurtful. As the West keeps playing football. Accurate. Hurtful. Mm. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Holly and I, uh, I wouldn't say Drew. We took Not the East. Not Drew. We, yeah. we wanted this assignment. Wait, what? No, we didn't. Yeah. We kind of did. Okay. So um, what happened? What happened was Ryan fell on the sword. We and had to split as up the he was falling, He reached back for like to to request help from Holly. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, Holly, look at this sword! Ah, look at this sick sword!" It, you were hanging off in Baradour, like fly, you fools! And I just kind of like took a diver off the cliff with you. That's right. We're Thelma and Louising it with the oh. SECs. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, <clears throat> Brad Pitt. There's another callback. So. I used, the way I see it, the traditional metrics don't make sense to determine who's going to be good or bad in college football this year. Like, there are just too many variables. And so we have to, I think, lean on less traditional measurements that can still be helpful. And in this case, I used um, a a... complicated formula wherein I looked at each SEC East's coaching roster and I went like into grad assistants and analysts. I didn't really go into like front office people and whatever. And I, I, I set out to figure out which teams had the most uncle names. And by uncle names, I mean, if I say your first name and I put uncle in front of it, does that feel right to me? Like, is there an uncle blank? Is there an uncular quality? Is Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. <clears throat> and so I did that for all the teams in the East, and I'm going to go through them in reverse order from least uncle to most uncle. And I'm going to, Holly, I'm going to ask you to overrule me if... Oh, there, what a new experience for us both. <laughs> if there are, if I give an uncle name that you think is in, insufficiently uncle... Mm-hmm. You can tell me. You can tell me. Like, I'm. I want you to cut that one, and I will. And then right. we'll see how that affects the rankings. <clears throat> okay. So at the bottom of the list, Missouri, with seven uncle names. They are Uncle Brick, Uncle Charlie, Uncle Curtis, Uncle Zach, Uncle Cole, Uncle Jeff, and Uncle Jack. I'm gonna you call could... a foul on Uncle Zach. Okay. But I suppose it doesn't really matter because Missouri's already at the bottom. Well, there's th- here's the thing. That's going to that's going to affect other teams because okay. I tried some consistency. So yeah, okay, Zach is gone. Yeah, let's let's strike Uncle Zach from the <clears throat> list. Okay. I have <clears throat> I have, excuse me, removed Uncle Zach. That means I have to change. Also, I found the air horn button from last season. Oh god. Yeah. All right. You can use it. That's fair. All right. So there. Uh, after that is South Carolina. We have like a log jam here now with three teams tied with ten uncle names. South Carolina is up first. Uncle Will, Uncle Bobby, Uncle Mike, Uncle Joe, Uncle Kyle, another Uncle Mike, Uncle Rod, Uncle Eric, Uncle Paul, and Uncle Scott. I'm going to throw out Uncle Kyle. Uncle Kyle is out. Yeah. Let me just make sure that doesn't. 
throw anybody else off. That was the only Kyle on the list. Okay, so South Carolina, uh, the penultimate team by themselves. So we now have two teams that this is where we get a little different because before if I told you just uh, Missouri then South Carolina bringing up the rear, you're probably not too surprised. Tennessee, Mm -hmm. third from the bottom with 10 uncle names. They are Uncle Jimmy, Uncle Jim, Uncle Will, Uncle Jay, Uncle Joe, Uncle AJ, Uncle Mike, Uncle Chip, Uncle Nate, and Uncle Nick. Mm, Uncle Nick is a borderline call. It's up to you. Yeah, I... Mm. Uh, Uncle A, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos, and maybe that's why Uncle AJ let f- let fly past me. I've been uh, experiencing the world of Italian culture for the first time. Sure. Uh, all right, we're gonna let that one stand. We're gonna let AJ and Nick stand. Yeah, we're gonna let Tennessee have something because okay. football's about to start. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Tied with them is Florida, uh, with Uncle Todd, Uncle Tim, Uncle John, Uncle Billy. Uncle Greg, Uncle Ron, Uncle Nick as well, Uncle Reggie, Uncle Shane, and Uncle Paul. Can I issue a special dispensation? Sure. Bonus point for any Uncle Ron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is, wow. a, that is an outstandingly uncular name. Okay. Pa- uh, past, past and approved. Is okay. that, that retroactive to the previous Uncle Ron as well? Uh, we, that was an Uncle Rod. Oh, oh, Uncle Rod Rod. is also quality, but it's not a Rod. It doesn't have the sterling quality of a Rod. Sure, sure. Um, Okay, so that puts that puts us our rankings. Excuse me. Going bottom up now: Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, Florida. This was also incidentally how I learned a remembered that Paul Pasqualoni is a special (laughs) assistant to the head coach at Florida. That was not. Yes, he is. Not the, technically. The he- what was no. that last word? Ryan, I'm sorry. In his I'm title? Sorry. <clears throat> He's technically I'm not. sorry. In the media guide, in the Florida media guide, the thing that is printed and made available on the internet for anyone to look at, he's not the special special assistant to the head coach. He's the special assistant to the head hoach. Mm-hmm. Now, who is That's your head hoach at Florida? Who is your hoach? That'd be Dan. I, I that'd be Dan. That'd, that'd be Man Dullen. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Hullen. God. Hey, Hoach. <laughs> hey, Hoach. Hoach Mullen. I got to believe this is a holdover from the previous era and that coach's uh, disposition of what if weatherman, but one who fucks. <laughs> yep. I don't aquatic, be a, aquatic animals. I want to be a hot coach. Call me a Hoach. I think it's actually short, short for that hot seat over there. <laughs> wow. No, Vanderbilt. Sorry. Vanderbilt's up next. They're they're actually tied with Florida with Uncle Todd, Uncle Ted, Ted Roosevelt wow. at Vandy, Uncle Tony, Uncle Tim. We're gonna come back to that one. Mm. Uncle Mark, Uncle Pete, Uncle Brett, Uncle Jeff, Uncle Keith, Uncle Joel, and Uncle Ken. Mm. Oh wow, there are Kenneth. many. Uh, I'm going to allow all of those. There are several borderline cases in there for a bonus point as well. But honestly, they've got so many that I would like to give them a a cast award like the SAG Awards. Sure. Can we give them one bonus point for just an outstanding ensemble of uncle names? We can do that. And I'm going to give you the opportunity, if you want, to give them one more bonus point. Because Uncle Tim, the running backs coach at Vanderbilt, his full name is Tim Horton. (laughs) <laughs> yes, do it. <laughs> Ship it. Gavel. 
I hate, I hate when there's funny shit at Vanderbilt because nobody bothers to look there. Nobody, <laughs> nobody will ever know. Tim, Tim Horton. Because the coach of the SEC named Tim Horton, and I only Where found out on accident. From? Tim Horton? Yeah. From Canada, obviously. <laughs> there's like three there's like three Canadians and us going like, oh geez, did you see Tim Horton's coaching a Vandy? You could be at the Vandy presser like, Coach Mason, can I poop here? <laughs> coach, coach, coach. And here's, no here's, here's the fucked up thing. I'm looking at his bio. Horton has coached in the SEC for well over a decade. What the wow. fuck? Wow. Serving as an offensive assistant coach at Auburn and Arkansas. Oh, I remember him being at our – I do remember this. We, I, I feel like we talked about this when he was at Did when we? he was at a real school when he was at Auburn. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Arkansas. Well, no, when he was at Arkansas, you know, they were putting up donuts, so they needed Tim Horton. God. Yeah, I will say. Wow. We wouldn't have noticed him being at Arkansas. If if you get a chance, go go look at his picture on the Vanderbilt website. He is the most I sell Canadian donuts looking man I've seen in my whole life. Everybody's good at something, and I think that is swell. Uh, That's true. Yes, two extra points awarded to Vanderbilt. One for quality of ensemble and a sterling extra point for Tim Horton. Okay, so that has now moved Vanderbilt up from like middle of the pack to they are now tied for first in the SEC. In the happy SEC, to, happy to have them there. Honestly, uh, um, <clears throat> they have now leapt ahead of Kentucky, who has the following uncles: Uncle Mark, Uncle Eddie, Uncle Brad, Uncle John, Uncle Steve, a different Uncle John, Uncle Frank, Uncle Mark. Uncle Greg, a third Uncle Mark. Wow. Uncle, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Joe and Uncle Louie. Oh, man. I got to give an extra point for the Louie. Okay. Uncle, I, Uncle Joe is real strong, too. There are, Uncle, there are, Uncle Joe there is are, very strong, but we don't want to get political on this show. There uh, are three. Oh, I didn't even think of that. There are three marks thought, yeah. on this. There are three marks on this staff. Three. <laughs> three uncles Mark was almost enough to give Kentucky a bonus point by itself. But Louie really put Uncle it over Louis. the top. What okay. a quality yeah. group. Ryan, does this coaching staff have the most gospels of the SEC East? Um, oh, shit. I, you know, I, I, didn't put, I didn't put Matthew as a uncle name. I felt, it was, I felt it was not an uncle name. So I couldn't tell you. But they're probably there. What about Matt? Because I, I think Matt counts. I, 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 because I think they, they were all listed. It sure ca- Matt counted when we were talking about Matt Luke being a double gospel. That's true. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's at Georgia. So there's, pre- so. well, no, I'm just saying there's precedent. Right. right. I don't know. It's a good, I'll, I'll have to go. You know what? I'll run the numbers. I'll run the goddamn The numbers. Sermon of the Mount as, as transcribed by Matt. <laughs> um, and that, so now Kentucky is now tied for first place with Vanderbilt. And our last SEC East team, Georgia, uh, unless Holly changes their score right, as well. Georgia. Uh, well, here we go. We know how this usually goes for the dogs. Let's see if they can ride it out. All right, here we go. I, I think you'll be surprised, but we'll see. <clears throat> Uncle Scott, Uncle Dell, Uncle Glenn, Uncle Trey, Uncle Buster, Uncle Woo. Greg. Uncle Buster. Uncle yeah, Luke. Yeah, bonus point. Bonus Uncle point Luke. Uncle Buster. <laughs> oh, oh, bonus Uncle, point for Uncle Buster. Uncle Buster is what Iron Man wears to defeat an uncle. <laughs> the Uncle Buster. <laughs> uncle it's Buster time to break is, it out. It's uncle got Buster brass knuckles. This is what it says on the back of my favorite pair of sweatpants. Iron Man's like, 
all right, Friday, hit me with the Uncle Buster, and it's like it's like got a really good, a hand that's really good at throwing a throwing a throwing a softball right down the middle. Yeah, and it's like, like your uncle is just shamed. All right, if you there's more on come. Amazon right now. I could find yeah. like sweatpants that say Uncle Buster. The Uncle Buster, oh, absolutely. The un- yeah, the Uncle Buster fires a summons at over 300 miles per hour directly <laughs> into the hands. Pow! Gah! Uh All right, Uncle Buster is a band. I'm not even done. <laughs> Oh, Uncle okay. Uncle Rodney, Uncle Ooh. Maurice, oh, a, damn. a second Uncle Scott, Uncle Ben, and two Uncle Todds. Uncle, Uncle Ben. Oh my <laughs> Jesus. This is dominance. Okay, I I really they hate win. to do this. Y'all know I hate to do this. We've got to give a bonus point for Uncle Buster, and we've got to give out another ensemble point to Georgia. They Ooh. they win this thing walking oh, away. Okay. Yeah, I'm no. Sorry. So congratulations. It's okay. Congratulations, okay. Georgia! You won the division again. That's right. Yeah. Winning the East has gone great for Georgia. So, yep. so we've got uh, our SEC East prediction predicted finish: Georgia, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky tied for second. Florida in fourth, Tennessee fifth, South Carolina sixth, Missouri seventh. Apart Uncle from rankings. Vanderbilt, I don't see a whole lot wrong with this. I would yeah. like to point out that there is actually precedent for this because. I couldn't find the whole like a whole staff listing for two thousand the two thousand one Miami Hurricanes, mm-hmm. but these are the uncle names just from the ones I could find: Larry, Rob, Randy, Vernon, Curtis, Art, Greg, Don, Mark, and Mike. Jesus Man. Christ! Don. And that was and that was a great fucking team. Don is a hammer in there. Absolutely, Vernon's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. So that's the uncle rankings for the SEC East. Uh, go ahead and put money on them. What could happen? Your uncle's money. <laughs> don't want to go Ask to his ex. Uncle. Don't want to go to his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got to unload it somehow. The IRS can't come after gambling losses. It says Is that right. True. No. Right there in the pontoon boat losses. Yeah, pontoon boat losses are definitely. <laughs> like, By the way, can off. I bring up? Can I bring up something from a few shows back? Where I I made the the assertion that Ryan was a lawyer and therefore we were immune and all three of y'all jumped on me to say that's not actually true. That's got to be the first time in the history of this show that anyone has ever pushed back on the notion that Ryan can't get us out of any legal trouble, and I resent it. Sorry, he can't. He I can't. think I I don't recall. I don't. I think I agreed with you, Holly. Okay, thank you for your support, Jason. <laughs> like the Jason's <laughs> like, <laughs> if, <laughs> legal trouble. Here we go. Let me. I mean, if I didn't at the time, I do now. I'll put it that okay, way. Okay, thank you. No, I appreciate that. Thank no, you. I'm stuck with Spencer. Fuck. This is what allyship looks like. <sighs> yeah. Have you ever seen Life? It'll be like that. That's the whole movie. Me and you, buddy. In prison. Oh, gross. So now that we have talked about the SEC East, it's time to talk about the good football teams. Spencer and I have the SEC West. Do you want to just uh, take turns one by one going through our, our predictions for these rankings? For these, uh, actually, records. We went with records. Yeah, I wanted to go ahead and say this, that I didn't think that 2020 was about necessarily winning football games. It was about winning 2020, that a team should win 2020 by satisfying all of its needs and all of its uh, requirements in terms of becoming a better football team by the next year. That might not necessarily transfer to on-the-field success, uh, which is why I want to start at the bottom, if we could start at the bottom. Um and by the bottom, I mean of the teams I am responsible for, the team that I am going to rank in terms of losing 2020 uh, will be Auburn because Auburn has to, one, replace all of its offensive linemen. In case you didn't know, they lose pretty much 
uh, all of their offensive line starts. You would say, ah, well, that would be fine if we had a quarterback who had uh, vast amounts of experience, calm, sang, fall in the pocket, and generally ice in his veins. No, you have Bo Nix. And um, I will tell you that Bo Nix as a player will make three impossibly good throws a game. And the rest are entirely random. Say his name like Big Pharma wants you to say his name. Bonix. Bonix! Please. Side effects may include. <laughs> Dizziness. Nausea. Unquenchable bloodlust. Yeah. Extremely speculative throws to the end zone. Optimistic throws, I would say. Speculative at best. Um, a, a quarterback who's still developing. A defense which is probably going to be insanely good. They're just going to be monsters horrible to deal with and then the offense is going to be a project uh i would think that in 2020 the thing that you would want to do is to go ahead and uh capitalize on all that good momentum you had from last year all the good vibes from auburn being pretty freaking good and having a lot of promise and that's that's, that's not what's going to happen this is one of those years where we all expect auburn to go ahead and take a trajectory based on past performance. And what do you what happens when you do that with Auburn? Auburn says, "No, I am an artist. I will zigzag." Dodge dodge and weave. That's right. Yeah, when you expect me to do the album of uh of catchy pop punk that I'm known for, bam, polka in your face. That's what they'll be dropping because Auburn's erratic and unpredictable. So, I'm going to go ahead and rank them at the bottom of the Corden teams I was assigned. Jason, you want to go next? Now, we wanted to do records, win-loss record. Yeah, win-loss. Ten games. Yeah. Are you putting Auburn down for ten wins, nine wins? uh, I'm going to put Auburn down for, um, and you'll notice a pattern here, I think they're going to go eight and two. Okay. Eight and two, but a very disappointing eight and two. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. God, that's the most Auburn sentence possible. Uh, Out of my teams. Those two are going to be ugly, and the eight will be unsatisfying. Let's go sixth in the SEC West uh, from my list. Uh, the Texas A&M Aggies. This is a team that mm, I have spent wow. the most more time studying this year than any other team, Texas A&M, um, because I wrote a chapter about it in the book at sinful7.com. It doesn't have anything to do at all with the 2020 team. Um, or does but it? Maybe it does, because um, that year, that team, they did not win um, you know, 15 games the amount of games you'd have to win to win a national championship this year. They won way fewer games, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that again this year. We're, we're going to win as many games as we can. And, and hey, out of 10 games, let's say the Aggies are going 9-1. and one. Why wouldn't they? They paid a lot of money, and it would be very foolish to pay all that money for a season in which you can't win you know, more than nine games. So 9-1 and one, Aggies, sixth in the SEC West. Loving the optimism, guys. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll all add up. You'll see. Yeah, oh, of course it always does. Yeah, the we, math, we, the, the math, math checks, checks out. <laughs> it does. Um, next, I would go ahead and put uh, the provisional, the interesting, the fascinating, old Miss Rebels in year one under Lane Kiffin. Did you forget they had Matt Corral? Did you forget they had fighting, fighting, tussling, feisty ass Matt Corral at quarterback? Sure as shit did. Yeah, no, they 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 they've got him. Additionally, uh, they have uh, not only that, they have two quarterbacks. And we all know that when you have two quarterbacks, it's like having four quarterbacks. It's, it's great. Hmm. It, it's nothing but good for a team. Um, because get, guess who's still there? That's right, the piano man. 
John Reese like, Plumley. It's like the most two boats. That's right. You got it. Hey, what? And, and when one of those quarterbacks is is named John Reese Plumley, that probably means his dad is engaging in machinations behind the scenes to pay people off so that you can get the job. Hey, I'm ask not basing that on Texas anything. How much they'd like to have two boats right about now? <laughs> yeah. Um. There will be issues. I think that they're going to have a lot of first-year team kind of things where they have to work with what they have. It won't necessarily also, be Also, it's Ole Miss. Of course there will be issues. <laughs> what about Ole Miss's history for... isn't the model of consistency <laughs> and living up to expectations? It's short for old misuse. <sighs> misuse. You can't spell Ole Miss without issues. No. Um, oh, God. But I think... It... <laughs> He's so close. I'm just going to give that it, one to him. I think in the end, thank you. Um, I think in the end, we're going to go ahead and say eight and two. I feel like they feel like an eight and two team. I think they're going to be much better than people give them credit for. I think that uh, skill players, including running back Snoop Connor, are going to be astonishingly productive inside Lane Kiffin's system. Because remember, we basically gave Lane Kiffin four years to scout SEC West uh, defenses, did we not? Yeah, just just give him give him like a uh, free scouting living in Tuscaloosa and serving as Alabama's offensive coordinator. So now let's just uh, take away all the good players and see how much that brain is worth. I, you know what? The brain, it's going to hater, but Lane Kiffin's <laughs> brain. You're going to be calling him brain is. Kiffin by the time this is done. Here's, here's uh-huh. the SEC network coming out. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Quality yeah. losses. We love to see it on Monday nights. <laughs> Eight and two. Eight and two, old Miss. That's Eight what I say. I was going to say what time, but I already forgot what time the show is. Mm-hmm. So, so, so all 7 p.m. <laughs> you uh, didn't know what the name of the show was when I asked you about it two days ago. I don't remember anything. That's why I have to write it down. And it's thinking out loud, by the way. Well. On ESPN2. Oh, God. On the SEC Network. Thank you very much. Uh, Ole Miss two losses. One of those, of course, is coming in the Egg Bowl, the end zone P revenge game for the original <laughs> end zone P game. It's end zone P game three. P revenge. Tokyo I, Drift. Oh oh oh! C three P. It's no. Tokyo Tokyo, Tokyo pissed. I have both Egg Bowl teams, of course, going nine and one. Though Spencer has lower expectations going for the for Ole Miss. Three P. Yes, three feet. <laughs> um, took me a minute. We have Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin in the Egg Bowl. Mike Leach, Infowars, Lane Kiffin, Himbo scores. <laughs> <laughs> Nine and one, Mississippi State Bulldogs. We've got Alex Bones and Joe Brogan. Now, you'll be very surprised at my next one, but I have some actual data to back it up because according to one report and one expert in the atlantic we are facing this is my thing yeah this is you're reading my part again we're we're facing a serious epidemic of (laughs) feral pigs this to me says that sam Pittman. i'm not saying we're going to play all 10 games y'all in fact I think Arkansas is going to find a way to go ahead and and probably like test their way out of a good eight games. With Sam Pittman tweeting after each one, no, sir! <laughs> is Arkansas playing this week? No, sir! <laughs> I, I think Arkansas will go ahead and whittle the season down to a fine two games that they think they can win. 
And which two? Yeah. You know, it's hard to tell at this point which ones they'll be eligible for. <laughs> uh, maybe is it is it they wait till like you know <laughs> Auburn has zero quarterbacks. All right, here we do. come. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be real brilliant and just decide. Wow, man, Auburn is one player away from being completely ineligible for this game and has a long snapper playing quarterback. Bam! That's when you hit it. That's when you're like, Arkansas's healthy. Arkansas's ready. Ready and okay, so ready for you. The transition that I was going to do into the Arkansas thing <laughs> was supposed to say, I'm only mad because we came up with a segue ahead of time, and you bulldozed right through it, you clumsy bitch. Hey. Uh, Anyway, speaking of... Can you of, guys play doubles tennis? Yes. I would love Absolutely. That. I've tried to get him to do it, and he won't. Coward. You have what? never done this. At the fucking <laughs> tennis center down the street? Like, fuck, I haven't. <laughs> Go on. That's it. Now you got a TV show. You uh, can put it on. So anyway, we were going to tell this story and then say, speaking of feral pigs of little to no value and start talking about Arkansas football, but I will just leave you with the salient fact of this story in The Atlantic... Uh, the headline or the URL, by the way, is wild-pigs-r-everywhere. The headline <laughs> is even better. The clock is ticking on America's feral swine bomb. Yes. And now I am going to read you the salient paragraph. There are as many as 9 million feral swine across the U.S., their populations having expanded from about 17 states to at least 39 over the last three decades. Canada doesn't have comparable data, but Ryan Brook, a University of Saskatchewan biologist who researches wild pigs, predicts that they'll occupy 386,000 square miles across the country by the end of 2020. Just for comparison's sake, whether you include total size, land plus water, or just land air had their own state that was 86,000 square miles, they would be the second largest U.S. state ahead of Texas, trailing only Alaska. Back to you, Spencer. Give them senators is what I'm saying. Two hog senators. None for D.C., two for the hogs. Shit, we give senators to Wyoming. Come on. Two, two to the feral pigs. It's only fair. You know, the I'm, Washington, a, I'm a feral hog and I pay my taxes. <laughs> the Washington football team, its only inoffensive nickname ever has been the Hogs. That's so true. That's true. That's perhaps true. they a... can just be sort of like um, uh, they, they send their senators to Hog State and then they, you know, it's like a transactional kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm whole hog and I vote. <laughs> Well, the senator from Feral Hogsylvania, please read. Yeah. I would like to take up the fodder for all bill again. God, this fodder for all bill. <laughs> Cripes, he won't shut up about it. Um, Spencer, do you, have, <laughs> do you have a record for Arkansas? Is it 1-0? and o? Is that what you're going with? 2-0. Uh, 2-0. Oh. Oh. I, oh. I think that they're able to win two games on the year. Um, if you look at their schedule, by the way, even this is a stretch. Hey, man, UMass is looking for opponents. If Arkansas is smart, they could just get six games with them. I know they might consider it, but don't pick up that UCA phone. Hey, uh, don't. Yeah. That UCA yeah. phone is ringing, Absolutely. and you do not want to pick it up. That motherfucker's ringing off the hook because <laughs> those fellas love to play football. We're already in close. The, we're already in yeah. the stadium. <laughs> hey, we're here. We're here, Come bitch. On. Come on outside. My They're parents like aren't home. Come on over. <laughs> Come on over and beat us by 12 points. Face me, coward. 
Don't pick it up. They might play you twice. You might beat them by 12, and they'll be like, I'll see you in eight hours. That was great. I loved it. That, that was, was awesome. awesome. Don't kiss me on the mouth. UCA is going to finish, finish with a record of 23 and 38. Which one of y'all snorted? That would be Ryan, I think. No, that was Jason. That, that was Jason? That was, I was picturing Central Arkansas um, being eligible for the NBA draft lottery. Yeah. By losing fever. 56 games. That's why you're snorting. You caught that hog fever. So the yes, Central sir. Arkansas is going to draft some dude from Duke who's <laughs> tall. And the other... Uh, the other game, by the way, that they might be able to win this season, um, because all of their games, I don't know how this is, Arkansas's games are all on the road. They have, they like when people go, man, Arkansas's schedule is real tough. That is not a lie. That is not an exaggeration. I don't know how all their horrible games are at home and all their really bad, all their winnable games, in theory, are on the road, but they all are. There's only one game that they might win. That'd be November 7th, where all of the players will suddenly be eligible to face Currently ranked 16th, Tennessee Volunteers at home. So I think that's the other game they might stand a chance. Have on. So you two, not made I, Holly mad enough geez, on this show? Right. Two and oh. Put spiders in your car. I do like that. Um, Nebraska like threw a real threw a real fit for months and threatened semi threatened to leave the conference, and they got rewarded with like a new Big Ten schedule that sucks and and pretty transparently <laughs> was like, okay, you really want to play? Here you go. Meanwhile, Arkansas. Did nothing wrong. Just sort of like <laughs> going along with whatever, they're like, "Fuck you, Arkansas! You think you're so hey. much? You think you got it so good? You tangle with a feral hog hunt, you're gonna catch some strays." Oh, they're <laughs> Arkansas, all high and mighty. Oh, there goes Arkansas talking shit yet again. Oh, Ivory Tower, Arkansas. <laughs> think you're so, think you're so hot because you got swept by Rutgers in a home and home. <laughs> think you're so hot because you have a three headed hog statue. Yes, I actually am jealous about. That. Yeah, that I'm, is hot. I'm mad jealous of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, Arkansas, who's been in the conference for almost 30 years at this point. Loyal member. <laughs> completely normally functioning member of the conference on a well, consistent basis. Well. But not Nor like normal and consistent. They've they've had someone answering the phone there okay. pretty consistently for over and 30 sometimes years. Sometimes like ing it itself and there's that. So, sometimes the phone goes to the coach's girlfriend who is hired as an, an, an assistant. And... <laughs> Listen. Why you got to bring up old shit? What? Yeah. <laughs> who among us Spencer said their... 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, who among us hadn't put their mistress on a state-funded payroll? Don't throw stones. Yes, Come on. Now. Come true. on. Yeah. That's By the way, that's the, that's the part of the Arkansas thing where people would be like, respect. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that's That's the most... That's the most. That's the most like deep south thing you can possibly do. I'm hey, sorry, I I didn't know creating jobs was a problem. Now, yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a job creator. I gave someone else my job. That's God, how much I'm of a, a job creator I am. Industry. He's gonna yeah. see Tommy Tuberville win that Senate race, and Bobby Petrino is gonna run for office. Why yeah, would in, you in, speak things into existence on can't help show? it. It's Which, like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You no, know how this works. And I have to say it, and next thing you know, hang on, the giant marshmallow is trying to kill us. Which state? Doesn't matter. Like, what state likes Bobby Petrino? Um, mm, Montana? It'll be Ohio. Yeah, I was going to say Montana. He's from Montana. Yeah. Yeah. His that, brother's that, still in Idaho. Yeah, they don't like him in Idaho. Do you know how much I know about Idaho? Nothing. I know this, though. They don't like Bobby Petrino. Arkansas, number three in the SEC in this West. Wait, are you saying Bobby Petrino's a great uniter in his way? Yeah. 
Mm. Number two in the 2020 SEC West will, of course, be LSU, finishing one spot ahead of Arkansas. Uh, LSU had a great offseason. They've had a had the championship. <laughs> They've had a great August, September. They're doing mm-hmm. excellent so far as far as being the current champion. Um, their entire starting lineup is making money. They waited on that to happen before they um, – decided to make the next group of Tigers play football for not money. Um, Joe Burrow has begun a long, cursed existence as a Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. We are praying for you, Joe. It's not going to work. It already uh, sucks for him. Like, yeah, already. Everything is bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's I, just how I, good listen, the NFL is. I've watched Matt Ryan's entire career. Joe, yeah. my son, yeah, you should retire because <laughs> – you're getting that career. That Retire is you. Retire while you still got your cheekbones. I you would, got, you I would laugh my bonus. ass off if three, if after week three he was like, "I'm hanging it up. I think, yeah. I've, I think I've done everything I could for the city of Cincinnati." I believe I've made to, my like, point. Open a pe- he goes back to Athens to open up a pizzeria, a good yeah. pizzeria. It would be good. Let me tell you where Joe was really going to come out ahead of the game here, and that's by having all those LSU connections because yeah. he's going to do this. He's going to go, I'm going to play three years. In my in my third year, my contract year, I'm going to go ahead and have the biggest season I can possibly have, and I'm going to win 10 games for the Cincinnati Bengals. Translation, that's like winning 16 games for anybody else. They're going to think he is the best quarterback to ever come through there. He's going to make them forget luminaries like Andy Dalton and <laughs> Ken Anderson. And uh, Carson Palmer and Akili Smith. They're going to make him. Oh, man. Joe's going to get us to the promised land. Wow. And Joe, the, bo- the boomer erasure. So is the, yeah. is the promised land winning a single playoff game? If he's yes. winning that a single. It's getting past the wild card round. Yeah. He's going to do that. He's going to win a single playoff game. And then he's going to realize, oh, man, I'm going to put my life on the line for the Cincinnati Bengals. This is dumb. I'm not going to do that. So he's going to lose, get the big deal in order to get on to that, get the guaranteed money he's going to go into spring camp the next season and he's going to get a louisiana doctor to falsify an acl tear right Mm -hmm. ow oh my knee Mm -hmm. uh he's going to get that passed he'll take the guaranteed money career will be done he will retire and then he will open an airboat airboat based food delivery service in louisiana and become king of the territory there that's the entire joe burrow plan take it run run with my son statues and statues in baton rouge and cincinnati (laughs) <laughs> the statue for winning a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, why not? So I have and LSU, of course, going ten and zero. If Joe pulls that off, we're going to call it eleven and zero. Um, finally, number one in the SEC West. Mm-hmm. You know where we're going. We're going to the state of Alabama, That's where great. the Troy Trojans, college football's only Trojans, beat Vegas by thirty-one points in their only game on the year. That is an average of beating Vegas by thirty-one points. And they are, now they are double-digit underdogs against a BYU that has only played a Navy team that hadn't practiced yet. We're going to cover against BYU or the Troy Trojans. Going to cover against South Alabama, even Eastern Kentucky. All of them, the only Trojans in the country. Who are playing football? The greatest college football Trojans of the year, the Covercraft, the Money yeah. Plane, mm-hmm. ten and zero against wait, the spread wait, at least. Wait, wait a second, where is Troy in the state of Alabama again? Oh, where they're is it located. They're located uh, pretty near Auburn. You're telling me they're on the Money Planes. <laughs> there we go. Brought it in just under two hours. Hey, Serber, how you doing, pal? Y'all had me at Vanilla Butt Stuff. 